Welcome back to Source Code, Decipher's weekly news wrap podcast with input from our sources. The U.S. government has announced sanctions against the Tornado Cash virtual mixer, saying it has been leveraged by threat actors like the Lazarus Group to launder more than $7 billion in illicit virtual currency payments. Andrew Fearman, head of sanctions strategy at Chainalysis, said Tornado Cash has been used by a number of cyber criminals for money laundering, including $455 million stolen by the North Korean state-sponsored Lazarus Group, as well as being used to launder funds stolen from Harmony Bridge in June and Nomad Bridge just last week. The point about North Korean-linked hackers is important. Hacking cryptocurrency services is a significant way for North Korea to evade sanctions and generate income. A record $1 billion in cryptocurrency has been stolen by North Korean-linked hackers thus far this year, up from $400 million in all of 2021. For some perspective, South Korea's government-run statistical agency estimates North Korea earned just $89 million from official exports in all of 2020. Tornado Cash has been used to launder funds from every hack conducted by North Korean-linked hackers this year. And this isn't the first time that OFAC has sanctioned a mixer for its role in laundering funds stolen by North Korean-linked hacking groups. In May, they also designated Blender.io. What makes Tornado Cash different is that it is a non-custodial smart contract mixer. Users simply send the funds they want to mix to the Tornado Cash smart contract and in return receive a cryptographic note they can use to withdraw their mixed funds to. Since becoming active in August of 2019, Tornado Cash has received over $7.6 billion worth of Ethereum, approximately 10% of which were related to stolen funds. As a smart contract-based mixer, sanctioning Tornado Cash isn't as simple as sanctioning a centralized service like Blender.io, as it simply can't be shut down. The smart contract code can run in perpetuity without maintenance from developers. Because Tornado Cash can technically continue to run, Crypto compliance teams must stay vigilant to ensure the platforms they're responsible for don't transact with the now-sanctioned mixer. Ari Redboard, head of legal and government affairs with TRM Labs, said the new sanctions represent a message to other crypto mixing services that they need to bake in compliance controls to thwart money laundering. I think the uh, the sanctions against Tornado Cash were really extraordinary for a number of reasons. Um, first, you know, while OFAC, the Department of Treasury, has really been focused on crypto mixing services for some time. You know, we saw them go after a mixing service called Blender.io uh, in May uh, with sanctions similar to the ones yesterday. Um, we've seen them go after uh, what I call darknet advertising mixing services like Helix and Bitcoin Fog. But yesterday was really different because it went after sort of a large cryptocurrency business that is also involved uh, in legitimate processing legitimate transactions. Um, but I think what what OFAC and Treasury is really saying here is, look, it doesn't matter uh, you know, that you are processing legitimate transactions if you don't have compliance controls in place that is allowing you know, billions of dollars. They said 70, I'm sorry, $7 billion of laundered funds has going, been going through Tornado Cash. So if you are a business that is facilitating uh, that much volume in terms of money laundering, then you are going to be in the crosshairs of the U.S. Treasury Department. I think that's really what happened uh, with Tornado Cash yesterday. So I think the message is, look, um, we get that, you know, these are 
you know, decentralized mixing services. We get that um, there's a lot of legitimate activity flowing through, but you also need to have compliance controls in place if you're a cryptocurrency business today to stop money laundering, particularly money laundering from nation state actors like North Korea that are using the laundered funds for weapons proliferation and other destabilizing activity. In other news, Black Hat and DEF CON kicked off this week in Las Vegas with top security professionals, threat analysts, and security researchers presenting on new vulnerabilities, exploits, and attacks. Chris Krebs, the former director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and now a partner at the Krebs Stamos Group, gave an opening conference keynote on Wednesday where he talked about how high-profile threat actors like Russian and Chinese APT groups have enabled cybercrime and ransomware groups to grow stronger. Meanwhile, Kim Zetter, a journalist who has long covered the security space, talked about critical infrastructure security incidents like Stuxnet, Colonial Pipeline, and election security, and the numerous red flags foreshadowing these incidents for years, and sometimes decades, before they occurred. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Source Code Podcast. While you were happy with planning.